Welcome back to the Nationally Syndicated Price of Business Show. I'm your host, Kevin Price, talking to you about you and your business. Always love having on the program Brian Gordon. He is uh, one of my favorite. He is a leading authority on long-term care and uh, love what he brings content-wise and has brought the content-wise uh, for us for several years now. His company is one of the uh, has been around since the 1970s. They are really pioneers in the long-term care space. And before we get started in our topic, Brian, tell us a little bit more about your company as well as your new website for the many of our listeners out there who have been trained to go to an old domain, which it still works. It forms there. But it's good to let them know your new domain. Right, right, right. No, for sure. So the new company is Gordon Associates Long-Term Care Planning, and our website is uh, galtci.com. And, you know, still got the great content and all the good information there. And uh, our, our organization still has the same principles and still focusing in the long-term care space, um, helping people figure out, you know, how to pay for this expensive problem. Um, you know, we're, we're seeing that problem could cost people anywhere from, you know, uh, you know, $4,000 a month to $20,000 a month, just depending on the kind of services they need. So people do need to kind of figure this out, whether they self-fund it or they uh, choose to buy insurance to help cover some of the cost of care. Um, and then we work, you know, for, with, with folks coast to coast, and uh, we deal a lot with financial advisors, uh, CPAs, and elder, elder care and, and estate planning attorneys as well, um, helping their clients figure out how to, how to, how to plan for this. Very good. Yeah, I love what you guys do. So today, I think it's a very timely topic, and and this is one of those ones where, um, you know, uh, it's very difficult to say exactly when is the best time to buy long-term care insurance. Uh, but we certainly both know that the wrong time is after you need it. <laughs> so, but we're going to talk about some considerations on when you should buy long-term care insurance. Absolutely, and it's not 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 almost so much when you need it, but obviously as as we get older, our health is, is not like a fine wine; it does not get better normally. Our, normally, our health changes, and, and in a lot of cases, not not for the better. Um, so, you know, we always we always talk to people. Everyone's like, when when's the best time to buy it? You know, and, and everyone always puts an age. You know, fifty, fifty-five, sixty. Every, everyone's got a number in their head. Um, and as we've talked in the past, we, you know, I look at it more where, where somebody is financially in life. Um, you know, are they, you know, are, are they, they, they financially stable? Are they saving for retirement? Um, and we've got people in their 30s that are looking at this. And uh, the one thing I did, you know, doing, doing a little bit of research for a call just because of in the past, you and I talked about what, what went on in Washington State with, with, with that tax uh, that, uh, for, all, for all employees, uh, W-2 employees there. And what I noticed with one organization, they put out a statistic on traditional long-term care that last year, 21% of the policies were purchased by people ages 39 and under, and another 21% were people between 40 and 49. In previous years, um, the 39 and under was 3%, and the other one, the 40 to 49, was about 10%. So you, you see wow. what happens when you put a little, yeah, you put a little tax in there, and uh, you put a little tax underneath people's chin, and, and they think about it a little bit more seriously. And a lot of that is, is, is a couple of very large companies in the state of Washington where they went ahead and just purchased some basic type benefits for all employees um, so that they did not have to deal with the tax, you know, more of a, a tax avoidance program is what it was. Um, so they really don't have true long-term care to a degree. They, they've got some coverage that will help a little, 
but it's not a, it's probably not a long-term plan in a lot of cases. Yeah, it's more of, uh, would you like to buy a little peace of mind, which, by the way, is void if you actually need it. <laughs> it gives you a little bit, but uh, no, not much. <laughs> Not much, yeah. Yeah, that's fascinating, you know. So it's nothing like a tax to make people look at the economics and get serious about it. What state was it that, that went from like 3% to 30%? What state was that? It, it, well, it was across the board. This association put the number out there, so it's it's, it's all states. So there, and, and we're just I'm, we're attributing a lot of that to the state of Washington having this tax because they had what I was told is they had something, you know, like, like probably seven to eight or 10 years worth of business in about a, you know, six month, you know, six month period of time, basically. And uh, that's when we talked about when the the insurance companies got bogged down and it messed up all the people who were really doing long-term care planning for themselves. And uh, some of the companies had to shut down taking new applications. So it was kind of a mess when it happened. Wow. Um, But yeah, that's super. Yeah, I think it was Ringo Starr, the Beatles drummer, who said that everything the government ch- touches turns into crap. <laughs> so that's that's a really good example of that right there. Right, and the funny thing is, it still hasn't even kicked off yet. It's supposed, it was supposed to kick off, uh, you know, a year ago in January, and uh, it's supposed to kick off this this July in 2023. So it's it's, it's about yeah. a year and a half delay. So. Now, one of the things that uh, I think most people are inclined to think is that the best time to buy long-term care insurance is the younger, the better. Uh, talk about that. So, yeah, for sure. So this is kind of the first time I really have talked about this since I've, I've had a few little health things go on where no, nothing nothing major, but things that put me at a very either very expensive rate or uninsurable with carriers. So I am a poster child of why, you know, if you're, if you're able to do it in your mid-30s, I was 37, my wife was 35, to get a policy and get it paid up. Um, so, so that, you know, that, that's kind of the other issue that we run into is that I mentioned about the health changing, that there's a lot of people that come to us that could be 45, 50, 60, 65 years old, and there's a lot of different conditions, a lot of different things going on with people today, um, autoimmune diseases and different things that, that people are dealing with, that is making it tougher for them to get the coverage for themselves. And uh, that's why it's super important that people that are looking at it, no matter really what age they're looking at it at, um, that this is a whole other conversation, but make sure that uh, you share all your health information with the person that you're working with, with the specialist, and make sure they're well aware of it. Uh, we have a lot of people that like to just kind of apply and just see if their client can get it. And they don't realize that when they get declined, it creates problems getting policies with other companies sometimes. So we, we, mm-hmm. we really want to make sure that people are smart about it and, and, and really look into it deep. And there's a lot of things that they should be looking into. Um, and, and again, just you know, it's really again when 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 they can when they financially feel that they can afford something like this, that's the best time to look at it. And uh, it's 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 something that uh, you know it, it these plans are not getting cheaper. Although we do have a company recently that did lower the premiums by almost 25% across the board. Um, we don't know how long that's going to last, but we do have a carrier that just did that. And but but in most cases, these plans as the years go on, the longer you wait, the more expensive these plans become. And uh, my own policy today would my own policy today would cost almost three times the amount that we paid for it um, back you know back in 2005. Yeah, yeah, no question about it. Uh, talk a little, you know, and I think what I think people put too much 
stock in age, you know, and you pointed out the fact that, uh, you know, things are out there that seem strange that, that are impacting quality, length of life and not just quality of life. And, uh, and uh, I'm sorry, quality of life and not just length of life. There we go. Uh, and that uh, people really have to be cognizant of that. And I just think about, heck, you could be driving and get a horrific accident and uh, be 30. And uh, long-term care insurance could become very helpful because you're going to need it in those situations. And so it's very difficult to predict this. And so there is a case for uh, the sooner the better, I, I think, and I think that's part of the gist of what you're sharing with us today. So you've talked about taking a holistic view to decide when is a good time to buy long-term care insurance. Talk about that and what's included in that holistic view. The big picture. The, the holistic, yeah, so the holistic view is not only looking at it, you know, at, at, you know, at younger ages and even when people are in their 60s, sometimes that's when it's appropriate for them to buy it. But it's also taking a look at, everyone always throws a number at it. How much do I need to have in the bank or in my investment accounts that I, that I need to have available to pay for care? And some advisors throw out the number of $2 million, $3 million, $4 million. Um, and, and that, again, is also, to me, not a very good approach to, to doing this because there's a lot of people that have, that, that have a, a good amount of money and they've got a lot saved up. They, they've done very well for themselves. And they particularly don't like to pay 100% of the dollar either. So we see that there's a lot of advisors out there that are not having this conversation with the client um, just because they think they can self-fund it. Um, and in some cases, they're not even having this conversation with the client and their family about, yes, if you do need care, you can self-fund it, and this is what we're going to do if you do need to self-fund. These are the, these are the assets we're going to tap into, and see so the family doesn't have to stress about where that money's coming from. Um, so it's, it's a whole plan. Yeah, it's a whole plan, and it's not just it's not just thinking about grandma, grandpa, mom, and dad. And you know, it's thinking multiple generations. And what one of my clients once said to me, he's like, you know, he's like, I don't need the insurance. He's like, I want the insurance. And he's like, the reason I want it is because I want my family to make good decisions on my behalf. Not that I worry about that. But I've seen when people are going through stressful situations, whether it's you know, planning for a funeral or just just other stressful situations, a lot of times we don't we don't make the best decisions. So he liked he liked the idea of having you know some money coming in and also saying to the kids, you know what, I did this while my mind was good, and it's okay to bring in home care. It's okay if I have to go to assisted living. This is part of my game plan when I was younger and my mind was very good. So. So that's what they need. People need to have the discussion with their family. And I think more advisors, whether you're dealing with a CPA, a state planning attorney, um, your financial advisor, you know, a lot of times we, we set the table for the client and all of a sudden they go back to their financial advisor and they're like, oh, yeah, I've been meaning to talk to you about that. And I'm like, you came to me for Medicare supplement advice. You're 65 years old. You've been with the guy for 15, 20 years. Why, why would he now want to have the conversation? You know, and the, the clients kind of like you should have planned like, yeah. accordingly. Yeah. 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 So, you know, so that could very strange happening. Re reactive planning. Brian Gordon, always love having you on. Brian Gordon, always love having you on the program. Final thoughts as we begin to wrap it up. Plus, give your website one more time. The, the website is galtci.com. And, uh, what, you know, my, my advice again is what I probably give, give to people all the time is, you know, have a game plan figure out what you want and how you want things to go down if something happened to you as you get older and just make sure your family understands, you know, what you have and, and where it is and who to reach out to 
if something were to happen because there's no reason to have the insurance or have an estate plan if people don't know who to reach out to if something happens when, when something happens to you. Mm-hmm. Very good, Brian Gordon. Always love having you on the program. I am Kevin Price. This is the nationally syndicated Price of Business. Stay tuned for more after this. <laughs> 